Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 423. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we can just act like crazy because Nick's not here. We can just act crazy like maniacs. Yeah. And he can't give us evil eyes and all this. Be upset and sigh and grunt. and I am seeing it in my... In my mind's eye, he's still here. His presence, his presence. He's disappointed. He's still very disappointed in us for yeah. doing that. Uh, this is the B Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast to find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie is revealed in the prior episode, so you two can join on the madness. Make sure you listen to the end of every episode. That's where we make that big reveal at the end. <sighs> wow. Uh, you can also uh, follow us on social media. At B Movie Breakdown, whether it's uh, Instagram or uh, Facebook or th- about threads, threads. There are threads. I, I oh. there is a threads. I've done a couple of threads, and then um, Dale replied to one of the threads. Oh, he isn't all about those threads. I was on the threads for like two hours the night it happened, and then I kind of forgot that yep, it existed. Same here, pretty much. I forgot I've about it. Not done much on there, but I did see uh, Dale. They said there was like a bajillion people who stopped using it after like the first 24 hours. It's like with everything, right? It's just like it's a flash in the pan. Well, yeah, you probably go on there and you're like, oh, Twitter, cool. (laughs) Yeah, people are over it. They barely want to use Twitter anymore in the first place. So, you know, an alternative to Twitter sounds like a better thing, but it's just Twitter, so... So check us out on there. So check us out on <laughs> threads. Uh, also, give a listen to Weird and Feared. I'll do uh, give a shout out for Nick while he's yeah. not here. So make sure you listen to that. Creepy, spooky stuff. Creepy, spooky stuff. And weird stuff. And weird stuff. And speaking of weird stuff, this week on the podcast, uh, we're definitely a weird movie. Yeah. It's definitely, uh, honestly... It's impressive in ways. Yeah, it was. Yeah, there's um, bizarre. There are things that are impressive about this movie, but it's also very weird. It's also very bizarre. Bearzar. Bearzar. And the movie (laughs) we're discussing this week is the 2002 Disney cult classic, (laughs) The Country Bears. It's the best of the worst. I remember uh, this movie coming out. I don't remember. I never saw it. I 100% went to go see this movie in the theater (laughs) with my best friend. And uh, yeah, it was like a priority. But it's weird because I was like, oh, we like, we definitely probably, this was like a stoner movie where we like, like we were probably high or ha ha he. And then I'm like, wait, how old is this movie? And like, I wasn't in high school. Like, no, that's not what we were doing. Uh, but it's just weird because, like, it didn't seem that long ago. Two, like, high school kids just went to go see this. Uh-huh, yeah. For fun. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, my friend was, like, always into Disney, so he, like, super liked Disney stuff, so that made sense. Um, but I haven't really ever... I've been once when I was, like, little, so I don't even know what the fucking... I never Did have he any enjoy this movie? Frame of reference. Yes. Does he still enjoy this movie? Probably. I will ask him about this. He probably... D- he will remember. I almost told him today, like, look what Corey made me watch. <laughs> but I 
I don't know. Like it's been forever. I haven't watched this again for sure. I have not watched yeah, this again. Yeah, I, I remember it existing. I remember it coming out. Well, they also did like a lot of press with those fucking bears for yes, stuff. Yes, it was. Not, a, they tried to make it a big thing. Yeah, and uh, it, it. This was like right before I started working in the movie theater, so like I probably would have seen it had I been working there at the time. Oh yeah. Um, because I started working there in. I started working there in two thousand two. But like must have been like after this came out. Yeah. Um, well, this was like two thousand and three, right? This is two thousand two. Two thousand two. Oh. Okay. So, um, but I, but I, I, when it, when I worked at the movie theater, granted, there, we only got some movies because the other movie theater across the way got the other movies. Yeah. Um, they split them, so we would only get some. But I would still go to the other theater to see movies too. We could see them for free at either one. But I would—I pretty much saw like every movie that came out mm-hmm. during that like two to three year period. Because That's how it was when I worked at Family Video. Because it was like, why not? Yeah. Why not go stay after work and see this, or why not go on my day off and yeah. go to my job on my day off and go see movies? We'd get like pre streets where we could just take them home. So I saw all that shitty shit. Yeah. So we uh, every, every bad, and then it could just like leave. It was like mm-hmm. the one perk of working at the movie theater of like, oh, this is garbage. Yeah. I'm, bye. I can just walk out of the movie theater. And yeah. not feel like I wasted money. I don't have to come up with an intricate lie to get out of seeing the producers, because that's what happened to me. We, I don't remember what we said. Dan like said he threw up or something. He's like, I didn't throw up in there, but I got to go. And we like left. They and he got us the rain checks. Rain check, probably. Yeah. Usually they're never, never giving no, you money No, they won't give you money. Back. No. They give you uh, some sort of rain check or something like that. We so. used to go in there and he'd pick a um, cylinder, like popcorn holder out of the garbage can, like dump it out and take it to the front. Like the old school ways. Yeah. And be like, I don't know why. Give me a free refill. Yeah. But it was, I don't know. We always did like shady shit at that one. That's gross though. It is gross. I, I guess mean, like, I didn't do it. The only the only time I ever found it like half acceptable, it's still not acceptable. Half is like you seen the person put it on the top, and it's on like the, the top of the pile of garbage. <laughs> yeah, like back when like the they when in movies time we didn't have big, even garbage cans that were big enough to fit like a yeah they were like square shaped and they were yeah they're weird shaped and they would like overflow like insanely yeah it would shit would be everywhere trust me i we i was an usher we cleaned theaters and tore tickets yeah and uh yeah but we would see people do that from time to time to just take one off the top yeah here like, i go they'd watch for somebody they would literally stand there and like watch for somebody to like put the garbage like either they're going into their movie. They see one coming out. They just watch and like wait and grab their. Bill are feral, <laughs> like feral. I can't. Uh, yeah, seen a lot of weird shit at that movie theater. So there I'm w- sure. They caught people having sex in the movie theater. I'm a hundred percent sure during a very crowded uh, uh, Bad Boys uh, two. Were they like teens or were they like adults? They were like adults because like. As a teen, a lot of stuff used to go down in the theater. So yeah. I understand teens that. Were, teens, I feel, were more sneaky about it. Yes, just to where we never like caught them. But like, yeah. there's like a woman was like sitting on this man. Mm-hmm. Like, and people were like, this is like, it was like, it was not like they weren't like, you know, in the back and they're the only people. And like, maybe there was like five of the people yeah. in the front. And this was like a, can oh, you imagine being like, in the thing? I mean, today I can definitely this imagine like this happening. Or first or second weekend of Bad Boys 2 being open. Bad Boys for Life. And it was like a huge movie. So. That, um, the, what do you call it? The semi scene? Is that what it's with the guys with the big long dreadlocks? 
at the beginning. Isn't that Bad Boys 2? Where they do the... the, There's like the boats. They're like letting (laughs) go of all the cars on the thing. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. They just got riled up. They got excited about They got excited about Bad Boys. boys. And and people were like, you got to stop these people. (laughs) You got to stop them. They're having sex. And it was like, what? So we went in there with a flashlight and like, yeah, you got to leave. I can you imagine too also being an adult and like you at the time were like a high school kid and just be like, excuse me, no. You have to leave. Um, excuse me, you have to leave. Uh, but that did not happen during Country Bears. No. I did not, uh, like I said, did not work in the movie theater when that came, when this came out. Uh, honestly, I, I was surprised. The only person I ever knew that was in this movie was Christopher Walken. I forgot he was in I, this For movie. some reason, I always like heard about him being in this. Yeah. Like he was nominated for a Razzie for this. That makes sense. Lost to Hayden Christensen for Attack of the Clones. Oh, and which is weird now because aren't people like people like love him now Hayden, and act like that never happened? Hayden Christensen. Yes. Yeah. It's they, like a thing. They do like him now, but like he is bad in that movie. Like he's not. Well, I mean, also like the dialogue's not great. He's better in the third one. Um, okay. He's like not bad. And then he came back to reprise like the roles of Darth Vader in that Obi Wan series, so people okay. are all like, "Cool, we forgive you." Yeah, because I but they don't still haven't forgiven have... that kid. Oh well, that's he's they ruined his life, so that's fine, I guess. Tip for tat. Um, he, I don't want to get off on a Star Wars tangent, but like I didn't have any affiliation to or affection for Star Wars. Like I saw Spaceballs, and that was my Star Wars for a long time. Like I didn't see Star Wars until I was like in my twenties. So the those movies don't upset me. I, Jar Jar Binks, that's upsetting, but I don't, those yeah. movies don't bother me that much. No. Like, I don't think they're like. There's parts of them that are fine, but like that first one, the episode one is like, there's some like brutal like dialogue pieces and oh, story sure. points, but like that kid is like the worst part. He's bad. He's like, <laughs> he's horrible. He's a bad kid actor. Jake, what's his Jake thing? Lloyd. He was also in. But isn't he like, um, he's got a fucked up life now. He was in. Jingle all the way. Oh, okay. He's the kid in that, but he's just like barely in it. You know what I mean? It's like Arnold is and Sinbad are mainly in it. Yeah, not the kid. But he's like the delivery is just like the a lot of all the kid actors in the world. What a Haley Joel Osment, who is a voice in this movie, uh, could have been in episode one at the Haley time. Haley Joel Osment was like in every movie. Yeah, he was. He was in AI. I love that movie. And he was in um, what do you call it? Uh, Six Sense, obviously. I remember there was a movie that came out when I worked in the movie theater that he was in called Secondhand Lions with him, yeah, yeah, Michael yeah. Caine, My, and Robert, Robert Duvall. Duvall. That movie is okay. This is like such a tangent shit. Um, that movie, a girl that I went to college with had a, the cutout of Robert Duvall from that movie in her window, and every time I'd walk back to the dorms, it'd just be Robert Duvall. <laughs> In the win- I don't know why she, she was really into him. She had to have worked in a movie theater. I don't know or what knew that somebody was that about. Did. No, it's like specifically about Robert Duvall. I don't know well, why. She, you probably knew somebody who worked there and got got her the like standee just from bizarre. it. Bizarre. Yeah. But that, anyway, that was a thing that came out, and yeah, Haley Drossman, he was in everything. Uh, he even looks this fucking annoying looking ass bear with this side part Justin Bieber thing. Yeah, looks like so him. Haley Joel Osment does the voice for the main character in this, Barry Barrington. Barry, and he has crispy R's, which I didn't realize before this, 
where he says his his artists are like this, and I, I hate I can't listen to him talk like as a child. I guess I never really paid attention. to You'll that. hear it if you when your kid makes you watch this movie for the three hundredth <laughs> time. Yes, my uh, six year old child loved this movie. <laughs> uh, he even told me today, twenty four hours after watching it. Dad, I really loved that movie we watched yesterday. <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> uh, he laughed so hard at one point. We'll get there. But at one point, he was like uncontrollably <laughs> laughing like a madman. Uh, but yes, Haley Joe Osmond is the main character. Yes. Uh, Barry Barrington, and uh, who doesn't realize that he is a bear? Yeah, um, no. I'm confused. He... <laughs> There's a lot of he, not realizing people are bears are bears and no, people are humans. In this movie, anthropomorphic bears just exist, which is like happens in movies where like, you know, like they you we know, just live in, with bears. And like you know, it's more acceptable in something that's like Marvel, where it's like a whole planet, for, or people are already used to aliens and things like that. Maybe not when the plot point is like I am different because I'm a bear. <laughs> like maybe not then should you make it that no one notices you're a bear. I don't know. Yeah, because it was weird. Like his family was even like, no, you're like not adopted. Yeah. Well, then like the adoptive brother was really the only one that was like, he's a fucking bear. Like what yeah. the fuck uh, is this? And that and that was uh, Stifler's brother yeah. from American Pie one and two. I was trying to figure out what he was from, and I looked it up, and I couldn't. I'm like, I guess I don't know. I thought he was like the kid from Malcolm in the Middle. He looks like the middle brother, Reese. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was the middle brother. Yeah. And he or the old. Well, there's four of them, so middle's hard. Just like the, the mean middle. one. He's like the you mean. Just said the yes. middle brother. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but Reese was like the older than Malcolm brother. Yes. Um, but that this kid in this looks like like a a ripoff. Yeah, he does. Of him basically. That's why I thought he was. Um. Yeah, I kind of thought at first I was like, is that? Oh no, it's not. And then I was like, wait, is that Stifler's? And then I had to look up if he was in all those other like. American Pie spinoffs, yeah, because they made all those like spinoffs with Stifler's brother as like the main character, oh, but I didn't he's know not that. in any of those. Uh, no, he's only in the first two. Because he's like Pies. a teen, it's not like old enough probably at the time to be I, like. Probably he would have been old enough. I feel Euro like, tripping. The, I feel like he would have been old enough at the time because like Maybe. they didn't start making those till like American Pie three had come out. Oh okay, or I don't American know the wedding. I don't keep track one. of those American Pie. I saw American Pie one, two. That's it for me. They're pretty. Uh, you know what? I'm I, out. I uh, I liked all of them, all four. I think I they're all good. I don't remember American Wedding, funny, and uh, American Reunion was uh, funny. <laughs> I didn't even know some of these existed. Yeah, American so. Wedding was like the Jim and uh, what's her face from How I Met Your Mother. They got married. Oh, they get Allison. Married. Yeah, what's her face? Hannigan. Yeah, they get married, and then American Reunion is obviously a high school reunion movie. God, and uh, I think I enjoyed all of them. That they were funny. There was just a lot of people in general. In there, there were a lot of people in this. Uh, so Haley, jo- so we'll, let's just go through all the people first. Haley Joe Osmond is Barrington Bear, singing voice. Elizabeth Daly uh, was Barry Barrington's singing voice. Oh, who's that? Elizabeth Daly is a voice actress. Um, Mo, she's also in some movies. She was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure as Dottie. Oh, but she's most famously probably uh, Tommy Pickles. Yes, I know who from she is. Rugrats. Yes, she's like the voice Powerpuff of everything. Girls, yes, her and Tara Strong, like basically the two most famous. Like, yes, voice actresses from the '90s and 2000s. I've seen her talking um, about stuff. Yeah. interviews. Yeah. So uh, and then uh, you had Diedrich Bader. Dual roles for yeah. Diedrich Bader. He played Ted Betterhead, the lead vocalist and guitarist for the Country Bears, <laughs> and uh, another one of the Bears' older brother. But he also played a police officer. 
who had double who shift kind of didn't talk like Diedrich Bader normally does. He he mm-hmm. kind of talked like this a little bit. Yeah, he had a he little kinda, twang. He had a little bit of like a but like not like a twang, but like a nasaliness to his voice. Yeah, that he doesn't normally have because as Ted, he just sounded like, like gravelly bear voice. Yeah, which kind of already sounds like DJ Bader. You could hear him. Yeah, you could hear him in it. Um, I did like his cop character for the fact that they kept this running gag of him the having mustache. a fake mustache mm-hmm. and that it was fake. Like they didn't <laughs> yeah. like play it off like, oh, you're it's gone or whatever. Like they literally pointed out like, oh, it's your fake. your make mustache is fake. And then he's like mm-hmm. trying to put a new one on. There were I things that, that like humorous. worked and that yeah. were funny for adults. I mean, they were definitely like. Is more so like kid humor stuff, but yeah. there was like still stuff that like it wasn't like terrible, terribly, terribly written. It was just weird. It was weird. I think people just weren't prepared for how these, weird because these is. bears. Like now, if this movie was made CGI bears all the yeah, way, yeah, you wouldn't. But what was impressive about this movie is that the Jim Henson Company, yeah, uh, and Creature Shop made these animatronic bear heads and costumes. And they're, I mean, just like Ninja Turtles that they did and everything else, very, very impressive. Yeah. Uh, these bear, co- like... You couldn't, you kind of, after a while, your brain just is kind of like, oh, this must be CGI, it looks good. And then you think like, oh, wait, no, it looks good. It's probably not CGI. Yeah. Uh, but then, then there's a character, Trixie St. Clair, uh, played by Candy Ford. I'm not really, wasn't. I didn't really look her up to see who she was as an actress. Uh-uh, no. Uh, but she's the keyboardist and... Uh, and one of the bear's girlfriends, uh, but her singing voice was Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. And then you had James Gammon as Big Al. He was like the caretaker of Country Bear Hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Garrett was Fred Betterhead, Ted's brother. Brad Garrett. Uh, very obviously uh, Brad Garrett. Well, yeah. Uh, he was like again, a do-do-do. Brad Garrett, Diedrich Bader. We need guys with deep voices yeah. that, that do voice work all the time. Because Steven well, Root. Uh, Steven Root, yes, he played Zeb Zuber, the fiddle player, uh, who had a jam battle versus... Uh, um, <laughs> the um, uh, Brian Setzer Brian Orchestra. Setzer, Brian Setzer's in this movie. I uh, <laughs> thought that was in wild. I forgot about that. Right when he was on the screen, I immediately texted Nick, was like, Brian <laughs> Setzer is in this movie and has a jam battle against a bear. Yeah. I said, no big deal. Just the Brian Setzer Orchestra in all caps was who that was Cha Cha's house band. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Not to be like nitpicky, but it was almost more like Stray Cats Brian Setzer than yeah. Brian Setzer Orchestra. Yeah, it was. it was just like a band. Yeah, but um, uh, and you also had uh Toby Huss as Tennessee O'Neill. Toby Huss, m- more famously, uh, as Artie, the strongest man in the world, oh. and Pete. And Pete. Also okay. did the character of Khan uh, on yes. King of the Hill. You know. uh, so, but yeah, that he, but that guy's in a million things. But more, yeah. more recently, he played Weird Al's dad in the weird in the weird uh, movie. That makes sense. His dad to me. I still haven't watched that. Hilarious, I have to. absolutely hilarious. Yeah, I saw that got nominated for an Emmy because it's considered a TV movie. Oh, that makes sense. Um, oh, I hope he gets it. So or will they? I get saw it? that it, maybe it was nominated for like best comedy tv movie and daniel yeah, radcliffe was nominated that makes sense to me as well they always try so. to slip in something wacky they say it's comedy i mean i'm sure it was funny oh, yeah. or whatever but it is. but that's what they always do like oh we like this weird one so yeah jury throw duty my got bone. in there too for like Emmy nominations. oh yeah yeah because so yeah, I, I saw that um that ron guy ronald and um what's that guy the famous guy 
How did that guy get nominated? He's not an actor. He didn't get nominated, but they were celebrating the show getting oh, nominated. Oh, James Marsden James did Marsden. get nominated, though, oh, for like Best Supporting okay. Actor in like a comedy. So then they were like celebrating. Yeah, because I was like, how did that guy get nominated? I wonder he's if you can actor. win an Emmy if you were tricked. No, I don't. he's not nominated. Yeah, I know, but I wonder if you could if you were. Okay, I guess the show wins, off the rails. then he could probably go up on stage with them. Yeah. Well, he will. Yeah. But he will, apparently, he, manifesting. I'm sure it. They're gonna, he's going to be like invited to the award show. Like, yeah. He's part of the show. Yeah. Well, but I just meant tricked. like if he could win an Emmy for, I don't know. Is that ethical? Dale was upset by that. It's already happened before. There's like, the remember the Joe Schmo Joe Schmo, yes. I, and there, uh, Joe Millionaire. I remember that show. But like that happens. Yeah. Prank. It's a prank. This is an intricate prank. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, what I would let it? you borrow a movie, but you never give me my other movie back. Oh my God. I forgot. Uh, we took it. I don't, we put, I know where it is, but I don't. But there, I have a movie called Windy City Heat that was also, it's a whole prank movie that Jimmy Kimmel produced. Uh-huh. And it's this guy, he was like in these circles with Jimmy Kimmel and these other comedians and such. And. He's just like an this like loud idiot guy. He tried to be a stand-up at one point, just didn't mm-hmm. work out. But they like they start making this movie around him. Like they're they're telling him it's a documentary about the making of this. It's just the making of this movie. Mm-hmm. But they're making this movie called Windy City Heat. That he's mm-hmm. like he got the role. He I went and auditioned and he gets like the lead. But it's like all these things go wrong. Uh. Like all these people are playing parts in it there's people who were like weren't really fully famous yet that are like in it like as dane cook is like an executive and like a bit part but he like he wasn't he yeah. wasn't like dane cook yet yeah. so like if this guy didn't know who he was from stand-up Doesn't he matter. just didn't know who yeah he was. and this guy's like a moron so he's just like very oblivious and he's very like full of himself so he thinks he's like amazing actor and he's like horrible i feel like i this sounds familiar yeah there's there, it's actually really really funny there's like scenes where like they're like these like fake there's like a scene where he's like tied up in a chair as part of the scene of the movie they're film filming and they're gonna hit him with like a bat but like one there's a rubber bat they're supposed to hit him with mm-hmm. but then they have a real bat there too and like the red bats the red one one with the red tape and the real the fake one's the one with the blue tape Get hit no but the guy picks up the one the real one and like goes to hit him the guy starts like flipping out like swearing <laughs> flipping cussing like and he's like why is this one even there why is it even there? But he just like doesn't get like that. that it's like he's constantly just being fucked with. Yeah. Th- that movie is way more like straight up fucking with somebody. Yeah. Whereas this was like. This is kind. Yes, yeah. Th- that one. They is all felt kind. very when bad. He is like the opposite of kind. It's like they fuck with this guy. Big like time. Eric Andre show. <laughs> kind of like that. But like it's an entire part of this guy's life. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it sounds very familiar. Or he's just like constantly being fucked with, especially because it's like friends are there who were like these guys that Jimmy Kimmel knew that like were part of this thing. So yeah. they, he knows them. Felt comfortable. So he thinks that like, oh, this movie is legit because these guys are Jimmy's friend. Whatever. What is it called again? Windy City Heat. Windy City. Okay. Yeah. And this guy, Perry was his name. Perry something. And he's like this big idiot. <laughs> that's like the only way to describe him but he's like always screaming and he's always like yelling and this sounds like my ex-boyfriend's brother-in-law but he's just always upset and the, but they because they know how to like push his buttons but anyways i don't know how we got started talking about jury duty uh, i don't know what but happened. anyways um but yeah there's a lot, a lot a lot of people in this movie a lot of voice actors in this movie which is always nice to see too in movies because i feel like a lot of times nowadays 
even back then, they would get like famous people to be mm-hmm. in voices in movies, but not always because like there's like a lot of Disney movies where it wasn't always the most famous person in the world that was the yeah like lead. Ariel and shit. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah, yeah. Jasmine. So mm-hmm. it was like, but the same thing here with like having like Toby Huss and Kevin Michael Richardson actually plays their manager. Kevin Michael Richardson's been a voice actor for ages and ages. Um, same thing with like um, Elizabeth Daly. Mm-hmm. So, um, but this movie is based off of a ride that's at <laughs> Disneyland and Disney World. But it's not even a ride. It's no, a it's like a performance. It's a show. Yeah. Um, I recall seeing things from this when I went to Disney World. I think it's at Disney World and Disneyland. I don't know if it's Yeah, I both. think it's at both. But I'm I remember seeing both. things of it and things like that at Disney World when I went. I only went one time when I was a kid, but I remember seeing country bear stuff so i was like familiar with that when they this movie was like coming out was like oh that's like the disney world thing yeah i guess it they said it came out it was one of the last attractions that walt disney played a role in conceiving in like the 60s so then it was supposed to be part of mineral king resort which uh, it sounded like something that was supposed to get off the ground but then after he died it like never happened so then they moved it um to the park yeah and that it would be a good addition there and then because of the magic kingdom's location in the south the imagineers decided that the bears would be country bears so that's where they ended up there we go i think it was in 1971 was like when it's a show old started. attraction and it's still yeah. going it's like still which is exists. weird that do they do any other like shows or anything it's animatronics. No, but I mean like like a cartoon, you know, like 80s, 90s no, shit was always... I, I don't think they... But a lot, there's a lot of Disney stuff that didn't have like yeah. other... Until like later, like Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted mm-hmm. Mansion and whatever, all this other stuff. Like it uh, didn't become like a thing until later on. Unless it was a property that was a movie that got turned into a ride. Then mm-hmm. it was like, you know, all the way around. Uh, but this, apparently this we get, went into the development because Disney Vice President of Production, Brigham Taylor took his family to Disneyland and decided the, uh, the, the ride, I guess you could ride show, whatever, would make a good movie. Uh, many within the company were very skeptical of the concept, <laughs> but uh, Buena Vista Motion Pictures Group right, President Nina Jacobson, uh, she was sold on the concept and immediately pushed for the film to be going to production uh, with the blessing of then-Disney chairman Peter Schneider, a prime believer in all things synergistic. Oh. So it was like... We can, it's the park, do yeah. the movie, right? Like, keep it all together. Um, Father, so, Son, Holy Spirit. But it was pretty wild, though, in the beginning, right away when they're like showing. So, this band, this band, the Country Bears, in this world in the movie, they are like, they were like the Grateful Dead. Yeah, like Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers, Grateful Dead. Anything like that. I feel like they were, uh, to me, the following part of it, how people like were obsessed with them felt like more like Grateful Dead. Definitely. like, um, um, But yeah, uh, it had more of an Almond Brothers feel as far as the music goes, I guess. Yeah. Um, Just any kind of band like that, or freewheeling, yeah. like 70s rock sounding. Yeah. And they... Uh, when they're showing their concert in the beginning, uh, one, it's in like an arena and it's ridiculous. The one bear's doing backflips <laughs> and it's like the costume. They're like flipping this somebody in this giant game. Yes. And the costumes are not slim. No, they're huge. They're not like the Ninja Turtles that were like m- 
mobile, movable. <laughs> they said that like um for them to move around in the costumes was like really hard. There's like a rig and a rack in there and stuff. Oh, I believe. And it. I guess there was like a time when they accidentally plugged one of the puppeteers into the wrong like his rig into the wrong bear and all the presets got all fucked up and its face was like all jacked oh, up. No, and that's I guess, terrifying. I guess Elton John was like, That looks like me after I did too much coke back in the day. <laughs> Because I guess, like, yeah, they were, like, the guys, like, couldn't see in there or something. Like, they couldn't see. So when they put the shit on him, like. Yeah, it looked like a puppeteer's nightmare. Yeah. Like, he basically said they had to block everything. It would take, like, 20 minutes. Um, So, like, you have to count the steps and work with the puppeteer who's doing the face. And the other person's, like, trying to move. And then they have, like, a headset on. And someone's, like, trying to talk to them. And the puppeteer. And, like, it was, he said, who is it? The director said it was like directing sailboats, which makes sense because you don't have it's just fu- a fucked up thing to like yeah. not have control over. And they're doing so much stuff. Yeah, especially but. in that opening scene where they're like in the concert, the one like jumps off the drum riser <laughs> and like smashes into the floor. The other one's crowd surfing, <laughs> which, who, crowd surfing. which he apparently created crowd surfing. Yeah, that was mentioned later on. Yeah, that you like, oh, you were the you were the creator of crowd surfing. That was like, what? No, it's weird. I'm not touching a bear. <laughs> no way. Giant bear. You, crowd you fall to the ground. I also thought it was funny that the drummer was human. Oh, I didn't notice that. He was the roadie guy. The guy who's the roadie. Oh, the guy. Um, I can't remember that guy's name. He was in Lost. He's in a ton of things. I always get him confused with Michael Ironside. So today I had to look up and see if other people thought so because most of the time people don't agree with me on people reminding me of people and i found a reddit thread where people are talking about it so it made oh, me feel better I would not think that guy is michael ironside michael ironside is like other people balding, said it too and that guy always, always has like long hair michael ironside very rarely has facial hair and that guy always has like a goatee at least a few other people on reddit also said so so i feel vindicated regardless <laughs> but yeah he was the drummer Yes, Whatever. okay, the roadie. Roadie, yeah. Okay, yes, he was I the, do know who you're talking about. <clears throat> he was the drummer because I, I noticed it right away. I was like, oh, that's weird. Their drummer is human. And then I was. Then they said, said something later on about him because he, he was driving the bus and he was had the drumsticks and he was like playing. And that's then when not they, safe. And when they played later on, he was the drummer when, at the end of okay. the thing. Um, but yeah, so it's, a, it's about this band, the Country Bears, and they break up in 1991. <laughs> and here we are in 2002... And you meet this kid named Barry, spelled B-E-A-R-Y, and he is obsessed with the country bears. Yeah. His room is full of three things, country bears, nine inch nails, and limp biscuit. Is that real? Yeah, there were Limp Bizkit posters all I over his room. See, I didn't see. There was a... Um, it was on my phone, Significant tiny. other poster, oh. and then there was a chocolate starfish poster poster because that album had like just come out like the year prior uh-huh. and then there was like another poster of just like fred durst <laughs> and then there was a nine inch nails big giant nine inch nails poster i was like the juxtaposition of the musical tastes but i guess that works yeah it was like of the times yeah and then like country bears yeah because i was like most of his room was country bears with the exception of the wall when they like when you first walked into his room to the left that is like the wall where the Limp Biscuit and Nine, nine Inch Nails posters were. Did not even <laughs> notice that. Oh, I didn't notice it till later on when he, um, 
when he goes back home mm-hmm. and his brother came or when the bear came to his house or whatever. Yes. To and, come get him. Yeah. And then I, they showed that part of his, they, I don't know if they showed it before, but they showed it like more prominently. And I was like, Oh shit. This is like bear. Like Liz obsessed. Just an old soul bear. Limp, limp biscuit and nine inch nails. That's, um, reminds me, never mind, this is a tangent thought, but there was like a girl recently on TikTok and she was like all over the internet because she was like a little kid, but she's like obsessed with Michael McDonald and I thought it was hilarious. But she's like crazily obsessed. Like she went and saw, they brought her to like see him in concert and she was like hyperventilating. Michael McDonald stole those concerts? I guess. He was playing show. He's still fine. I always think of 40 year old virgin. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Remember that was like a thing. A little. Oh yeah, it was like always on the TVs, and like I they, remember they worked at like Circuit City place, and it was yeah. like always on the TVs. That, and I always think of the South Park movie. Mm. He did a song in that. There's a song called <laughs> "It's a song called Through the Eyes of a Child," and it's uh, it's in I the, feel it's like I've heard it. The movie, and it's like super random that he, I listened he did to like, like that whole soundtrack and never once watched an episode, full episode, or <laughs> saw the South Park movie. So. No, I have no clue. It's good. They they know how to write good songs. It was a chocolate salty ball song or whatever was on there. That's not even on the South Park movie soundtrack. Well, it, whatever I was Chef listening Aid. to, that's what it was then. Chef Aid also had Rancid on there. And yes, Ween that's probably why. Wyclef Jean. Wyclef Jean, who was in this movie. <laughs> At the end, when they're showing that like documentary... Oh, with all, the, all people the people talking. are talking about they them. had Wyclef Jean in there because they had Willie Nelson because that's also in the beginning of yeah like, it's like a few minutes in the beginning but Willie Nelson and Bonnie Raitt is actually in the thing too but then they have Wyclef Jean in Exhibit weird you didn't see that part no I don't you think turned I it did. off by then I must have turned it off because it, like it was an after post credit or like during the credits or whatever it was like during the, no, right away during off. the credits they showed basically like more of the documentary thing no the second and it came up yeah. boop by yeah, ex- exhibit out. was like and then they showed the bears had a hip hop phase oh god <laughs> No, then in the nineties they before like they in the late eighties, early nineties they had a hip hop phase. No, and Exhibit was like that's what inspired him to become a rapper. No, it doesn't have to X be X to the Z. There's the other Limp Biscuit connection. Exhibit, he was in a song on Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water. No, no to everything, but it makes sense because this is two two thousand two. So and Pit My Ride was probably like popular at the time too my coworker's sister was on pimp my ride she said they fucking ruined her car and she hated it i believe they would put tvs and everything yeah well it was just shit that didn't Fish work tanks. yeah like why do i want this yeah, in here no, it Fuck was this. insane you were, nobody was actually taking their car on there to actually like get a real car no she like couldn't it's even like, like it's sell like it having your restaurant go on bar rescue and like thinking like things are gonna work out for you my bar be great after this get this loud guy in here after john taffer comes in and yells at all of us no that's like kitchen nightmares too. Yeah, I also learned recently that they bring a lot of ex employees back uh, to be on uh, Bar Rescue. Oh, to be like you're fired, <laughs> and they're just like, okay, fine. I'll give you a stipend for twenty dollars a day. Probably not even Basically, that. Basically, yeah, they just bring back ex employees and things. I'm like stand that. here for six hours. We'll give you a hundred bucks. Get yelled at by this guy. Yeah, you touch my wife's boobs. <laughs> there was one where he had a, where his wife was like one of the people that like. You, you've seen Bar Rescue, right? Yes. So in the beginning, they always have like plants go in and like see how bad it yeah. is. Well, one time it was his wife and then the bartender like, or the guy who owned the bar like hit on her and he was like, Aah! he comes in. But apparently um, 
they like told him to do something like that, and they didn't. Of course, and they made him look like this pig. Yes, and then you tried to sue That's them. That's what producers are. They just make you look You're a pig. You're looking at my wife. That's their what their job is. But it's hilarious though. Like one of my old coworkers was on a reality show, and they took like a million cuts of her burping, which I, I mean, she did burp all loud often enough for them to get multiple cuts of it. But then she was like criticized by the person hosting it. So that's not an example of what you're talking about. That was just a person being documented doing what they were doing. But they do air your dirty laundry. Yeah, yeah for sure. So they edit it like that. Burrus- but anyway, Burrusque, a great uh, hangover show. Like you're hungover. Want to watch people? And you're just like <laughs> laying around. Me and Cody would always watch like bar rescue, and like sometimes we would mute it and like try to like figure out like what this they were talking sucks. about, and like be like, oh yeah, this lady, she's definitely doing this, and this is definitely happening. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, and then you could watch people get yelled at and <laughs> get her up on a chair, put the shots in the mouth. Uh, anyways, uh, back the, to country. The bears. bears are in debt. The bears are well. The bears are not. They're not really in debt. They owe twenty thousand dollars. They don't. I thought that was the, to the bank. The guy who's caretake, who's the caretaker and the man, the caretaker and the manager for of Country Bear Hall owe all that money. Oh, okay. Well, the bears are off doing their own thing. They don't give yeah, a shit. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, also, I wanted to mention Stephen Tobolowski is yes. Barry's dad. Nerdy uh, Ned teacher from Clueless, right? No. Oh no, that's the guy from <laughs> Princess Bride. <Yes. laughs> uh, no, Stephen Tobolowski is uh, Ned. Um, well, probably the most famous role he has is Ned from uh, Groundhog's Day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ned Ryerson. Ugh. Remember, he's like, what's trying to sell him life insurance. He's just that actor. I don't know. Watch out for that puddle. Watch out for that puddle. It's a doozy. Yeah, he's always like a lame dad type nerdy. Yeah, he's pretty funny though. I think he, he is funny. He's uh, he was on the Goldbergs. He was the principal on that I show for the entirety the of the show. He's the principal who has to deal with their mom all the time and. Very annoyed. Canceled. Also, remember he was in uh, Canceled. The Goldbergs. <laughs> it's just, what's his face, Jeff? Oh, yeah. I thought it was like, what? I don't know. My brain just popped in. Um, canceled. But um, remember he was in Memento? He was the guy who was I don't like, remember. That's the whole point of Memento. Oh. <laughs> what is who guy? There's like the guy that like is the... Remember he keeps thinking like... oh, Steven Toblowski yeah, is the guy? He's the guy that like Guy Pierce. And oh, the, the guy who like hit his head yeah, or whatever yeah. that he had like the example of, and that was Steven Tobolsky. I remember now. Anyways, so yeah, so there is uh for one, the big the older brother of Barry or whatever he is, older younger <laughs> brother, uh, he's a douche. Brother Bear. He's a douche. Yeah, he is well he's not. Yeah, he's not nice to him. And uh he basically forces Barry to leave home. <laughs> like just like get out, yeah. you don't belong. He's uh, he's Honestly, I slightly side with the brother in the fact of like the parents acting like he's not a bear. Yeah, the brother's and the like, only one that's like, um, you know, has this epiphany or realizes that it's a fucking bear. It made me feel like he's like world fair, like, what am I? I'm on crazy pills. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how he was. He was like, ah. Yeah, he's an alternate this. reality. Stop, yeah, stop. Yeah. Stop acting like he's not a bear. Yeah, this is the only sane person in this universe, I feel like. Just everyone else is cool that a bear's crowd surfing but and that's there's okay though. Bears. But he, but the, but the brother was okay Playing with bears exist, as existing as anthropomorphic. He was just upset that his parents were refusing to acknowledge that he is adopted and is a bear. Is a, but he, but they also would 
say that he's a bear. So it's like they acknowledge he's a bear, but didn't acknowledge it. But they acknowledge he's a bear, but not that he's not their child. Yeah, it's very <laughs> odd. It's, and it's okay. They adopted him and he has a family and they're loving and they care about him. Uh, though the brother was sad when he left. So he was also crying with the mom and the dad. I liked the runaway letter. It was like all ripped up. Because yeah. <laughs> Cause he, cause he's a bear and he can't hold paper correctly. I probably. did think that was funny. Uh, but yes, yeah, so they own they owe all this money to the bank. Uh, and it, Christopher Walken is the bank owner. Mm. His name is Reed. What's his last name? Trim, Thimble? Trimble? Reed Trimble? Uh, Trimble? It's not it, but... Well, anyways, it's not his real name. No, but that's what they were but calling that's what they call him. him. Uh, um, I forgot to mention this too. The cops, so the cops that are looking for Barry mm. uh, is um, Diedrich Bader. One of them is Diedrich Bader. The other one is an actor uh, by the name of Daryl Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, before the eight months before this movie premiered, he was in a horrible motorcycle accident and uh, uh, became paralyzed. Oh my god! And that was his. This was his last film. Oh, Jesus was the Country Bears. The last. Oh, well, that's fucking morbid. Scrim. <laughs> Want me to bring Rainbow in here? Don't worry. Oh my god! Get that out. Don't worry. I was in uh, Country Bears. Yeah, my last movie was Country Bears. But he had a good time making it. Uh, but yeah, the main char- the characters of Henry Dixon and Big Al, they're taking care of Country Bear Hall. And uh, one thing I kept thinking about, it was like what dawned on me at this point was like, how much money was spent on these costumes? Oh, yeah, it everything says, like, is bu- Disney. It said the budget was relatively low for this movie. Weird. But I was like, that's weird because like these costumes weird. like must have took up most of the budget. Yeah, those practical effects shit is and the time it takes you to but count they, your steps across and do all that shit in all those costumes, that time is money. But they filmed in a lot of outdoor settings and then they probably on a lot of back lots, so it probably didn't cost them a lot of money as far as filming, like locating mm. like how long it took and things like well, that. When you're Disney, like what you know, what's a lot of money? I don't know. Yeah, but it, it just said it was this is relatively But it did cost them what like it said like 35 million i think they made like 5 million or something yeah (laughs) i think it ended up between theaters and home video it like broke even yeah it like wasn't great yeah Yeah, it was not like a had it was a bigger hit on home video than it was in theaters because i also don't like really remember a lot of people being like country bears that's what i want to see at disney world that's where i'm going there for yeah most people you know what that attraction now is probably one that like disney files go to yeah, oh, I could see that for sure. Like, yeah. it's been here. It's the history. There's a movie. Yeah, there's a movie or whatever. <laughs> and they're like, the Disney files like freak out and they probably pack the place like every day. And it's probably the only people. And like little kids, like it's an animatronic show. You could probably go in there and it's probably air conditioned. Mm-hmm. So either if you're at either park in the summertime, it's probably nice to stop in there and like just like take a breather and away from the heat and waiting in like giant lines for things and you can just like walk in probably to right. the country yeah, bear for sure. jamboree. Who's, yeah, there's not a big hold up in the country bear line yeah. if that exists at all. Uh but th- and then and then you quickly realize that this movie is a uh get the band back together road trip comedy musical type of movie. Right. A Blues Brothers um They blues definitely movie. like took from Blues Brothers. Th- so Blues Brothers 2000. 
They said there was a New York Times um, like review. Uh, A.O. Scott, it says, called it a mix of the Blues Brothers and almost famous with an excruciating dollop of Disney sentimentality mixed in for good measure. And it said he didn't know, but he was right. The Country Bears tour bus in the film is the exact same bus used by the fictional band Stillwater and Almost Famous. <laughs> Which once I started looking at it, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I yep, could see that. I could see it. I didn't think about that, but yeah, I could see it now. Now thinking about it in retrospect, Almost uh, Famous. So once they start trying to find, you know, it's it's like I said, it's your typical like get the band back together movie. There's a bunch of them. Uh, maybe they still do them today. That Muppets movie that came out in like mm-hmm. 2011, 12, whatever. That was a get the band back together. Very similar vibe. Much better movie than this. <laughs> but uh, but w- once they start and they go find Fred Betterhead, who's the kind of harmonica player of the band and the, who invented the stage dive. Um, he is a security guard in like Nashville. Yeah, I thought like? he was working. Yeah, something like that for but some. Who is this girl? Crystal Harris. Harris. You know? I tried to look her up, and it's not a thing. Oh no, I looked, found her on Wikipedia and stuff. No, and I, she I had mean, like she's music videos. Yeah, and but songs. I mean, not like at the time. No, I didn't know who she was. I thought no. maybe you might have known who uh-uh. she was. This is a not a person. But she was like a country cheerleader, hip hop. She looked like thing? the one girl from Tattoo. To oh, me, yeah, kind of. I didn't know, but she, uh-uh. but her like thing was like a country hip hop, yeah, vibe thing. But to be honest, I cut some I mean, of that. And the song was brutally bad. Yeah, I cut it out. I and cut it. The whole the whole music video thing that they did, where he was like playing the harmonica with them and everything, was like very of the times. Oh yeah, every aspect of like what a two thousand two pop music video would be was that segment. <laughs> Like jumping on trampolines mm-hmm. and like doing like it was like and the song it was like oh god it's a full blown five minute music video for this chick I guess oh like, I it was long like, as fuck like she was on a Disney label like not Disney record it had to be something because I'm like a, why are she, they spending so much time on this she was definitely on some sort of label that Disney was like owned and they wanted to make her a star yeah because this is like 2002 was still before they were like making like teen pop stars out of Disney Channel stars. They hadn't started doing that yet pre Hannah Montana and other girls. I don't know their names. (laughs) Uh, Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. But that was around the time. But I don't think she had done songs yet, though. Um, But still, they'd not like fully pushed that. Pop stars. Yeah, they haven't started. They didn't start doing that. Um, But yeah, the song was like Bring Out the Kid in You or something. I it was gone and like I it was like a couple minutes I could do and then I was like let's just see how long and then like ten second intervals of skipping I'm like this is insane yeah it was bad this is long yeah it was I long. did see the trampoline and I'm because uh, I was like what the fuck is this trampoline part they're like in the sky it was like where is this happening mm-hmm. uh, I did think it was funny though because right around there is when they contacted that ex music producer yeah, he was manager like a concert promoter guy. yeah guy rip holland yeah and i thought it was funny that he was like working out of a staples yeah like uh, sir you need to leave <laughs> then and he, he had, had like, like a whole desk he had like his like gold record put up there and everything i thought yeah. that was that like, was funny that, that was, was like funny. A, a funny thing um but the but then you f- slowly start to learn about how the country bears got their start and they first won this like talent show 
and they were up against a, an arm musician, and I didn't understand what that meant at first <laughs> until they started showing it, and it was just an arm musician to someone that just does arm farts. Farts, yeah, armpit farts. Armpit farts. Which, I, there was this, this was another aspect of this movie where I'm like, I wasn't high when I saw this. <laughs> like, I feel like I would have remembered yes, that part of it. that's definitely something that was like... Armpit farting. Yeah. Also... Queen Latifah was in this, but as, Cha-Cha. she was as Cha-Cha, but later on in the documentary thing at the end, she's Queen Latifah. <laughs> it's confusing. It's me, Cha-Cha. I how love the country cha- bears. How was she Cha-Cha and Queen Latifah? Two for one. She's two people. Like, at least Diedrich Bader was like a character on screen <laughs> a bear. and a voice. He wasn't, two different so, people. He wasn't literally two di- her, the, He wasn't himself and a character. It's me, Cha-Cha. Yeah, it's, it's me, Queen Latifah. It's me, I'm Cha-Cha. That's what they call me, Cha-Cha. Uh, she was a bar owner and a bartender, and that's where they found... Uh, to be fair, she says that um, he just calls her Cha-Cha, so maybe she was just Queen Latifah the whole time. Then she owned his <laughs> bar? That's, that could be true. That is very true. But she was credited as Cha-Cha. And so Cha-Cha slash herself. Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe she was... Maybe that's just what uh, Zeb Zuber... Well, he's fucked up on honey. He's all fucked up. He's a fiddle player... And then yeah, he has the the battle uh, to pay his debt uh, against Brian Setzer. They have a whole song. <laughs> it's like a whole song. I don't even remember what the song was about. They was like, like challenge him, and then they call him. At one point, they call him a fuzzy fool. Yeah, because he's playing and he starts playing the fiddle, and it kind of sucks at first. And then he's like, "Wait a second, I gotta fix it." This is so drunk. Um, did Dale watch any of this with you? Oh my god, no! I watched this at work. Oh, I was gonna say there was one part in this movie that I was like, as a musician, Dale would be pissed off. What? Uh, the end when Barry is playing his guitar and it's a one string guitar and he's doing uh, a guitar solo. I was like, Dale be like, this is wrong. <laughs> I'm sure there was that wouldn't have been the only thing yes, I would I have contested about this movie. I'm sure. uh, <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know if I don't, I have to talk to him about it because I don't remember if he's seen it or I not. Did the, I did think like Christopher Walken, like, I wish he would have had more time on screen to be this like bad guy. Yeah. Because he does obviously play like a silly bad guy very well. Uh-huh. And just that part where he's like in his boxers, he's playing like destruction. The, um, with what the slippers on. Yeah. And he's like, and he has like videos of demolition going on behind him on the oh, wall. Oh, I didn't notice that. I just knew he had like the anvil and then like yeah. a little model yeah, of country like bear hall. It. But in the back behind, it was not behind him. It was like, up and to the right of him there was a video monitor and all it was doing was playing like buildings being exploded i was like what is this he's man into it. i was like this guy is a madman we, we didn't get enough of reed he's just like, this is like an insane person and we barely get like a just a little touch of him which i thought it was weird that he like got nominated for a razzie for this it's like barely in the movie well i guess too he like loved this and he told Somebody, I can see him loving this. He told someone it was like one of the best scripts that he had ever read up with like up there with like Deer Hunter or something. He's and He's coming hot off the heels of Joe Dirt at the time. Apparently Dana Carvey said and, and he was interviewed on Conan and he was like the first time when Walken hosted SNL, he was like stone faced during the whole pitch meeting and the whole like, you know, staff was throwing out ideas and stuff. And after like an hour or so, Lauren Michaels was like, hey, do you want to do anything else? Or do you want, what are your ideas? And I guess Walken was like, bear suits are funny and bears as well. He likes <laughs> bears. Seriously confessed. He thinks bears are funny. Which there is a skit that's like an SNL skit called Bear City. 
And I don't know. Oh, what, I remember that. I don't remember if he was in. You know what? I never had people. No, it was just, it was just bears. Bear people in bear costumes, but you never knew who bear they were. City bear, bear city. It was like never. Like you didn't know who was in this. It was like the bear's tr- uh, car broke down on yeah, the way to work, and it's just a bear. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just very weird. But it's funny that yeah, he must maybe maybe Christopher Walken went to Disneyland when he was younger and went to the Country Bear Jamboree and like <laughs> was obsessed with it ever since he was yeah, a kid. I guess he was very into being in this movie. He was like, and it like, took him like ten days. Yeah, because he's barely in it. Yeah. Barely in it. Um. <laughs> Uh, you know what though he's probably like not doing a lot of kids movies at the time well he was doing a lot of comedies around that time right. though Joe Dirt uh, Blast from the Past okay oh yeah Blast from the Past yeah he's the dad in that mm. um, so he was doing he's just more... ubiquitous I f- he's always doing something yeah, he's just always working like in like the 70s and 80s there's a lot more serious like oh yeah and action movies in the 80s too and stuff like that like bad guy roles and he's obviously a bad guy in this but like in that in like the late in the early late 90s early 2000s it was like serious in a lot, in a lot of comedies yeah it was oh in a comedy yeah, yeah. In comedies around the time like, like, he like, can do either like, or yeah i feel like snl definitely gave him like an, a, an opportunity to do oh, a show yeah. like i can be in comedies and then like yeah, like being in like Blast from the Past and and Joe Dirt was like, oh look at he's like a he can be like oddly like funny. And that um, what is it? What is the band? Oh, he's in the music video. Yeah, Weapon of Choice. Yeah, for the Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim. That's it. Yeah, he was in that, and that was like silly, and he's dancing and whatever. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was in a lot of, and then yeah, it was just a lot of comedies at the time, and then ended up being in like a bunch of, like, well, not maybe a bunch, but a number of Adam Sandler movies too, mm-hmm. or maybe just Click. I can't remember. Um, oh, that movie was like, I oh, never mind. I can't go. I can't go on a tangent about. I just expected like, oh, I hate Adam Sandler. Ha ha. Maybe sad, whatever. It's a sad movie. It was fucked up. It's a sad movie. I thought about like. Because it's like not like that like raunchy of an Adam Sandler movie. So like we've watched some Adam Sandler stuff with Anthony, but not like obviously we can only watch like a couple right. of things. But I was like, oh, I wonder if we can watch Click. And I was like, oh, well, no, it gets really sad at the end. So I was like, it's oh, like horrifyingly like, Yeah, it's sad. very it's like morbid. Yeah, it's an upsetting movie. It's definitely like fucked up. I think I put it on at Family Video and I remember being like, what the f- I like texting Katie like this movie is fucked up. Yeah, it's a sad one. It's definitely a tearjerker for sure at the end. Uh, the whole it's a yeah, blind side. It's a, yeah, it's definitely. Um, did and then so they go to this restaurant at one point, and then there's another music. So they meet. Uh, they find Tennessee O'Neill. He's a therapist. He's like wearing Bill Cosby sweaters. He's like, yeah, I got a coogie sweater on. Yeah, and then um. Can we not call him Bill Cosby sweaters anymore? <laughs> oh no, I don't. There's like an actual. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's like Koo Kooji Koogie, oh, and they it's never, like I was just new Bill Cosby. They're sweaters. expensive. I used to be obsessed. Like in um, the early 2000s, I wanted a Koogie yeah, Koogie sweater. And they're probably even more expensive now because they've had like a weird resurgence. Mm-hmm. I see people wearing them at coming into. The they're campus. very popular. There's yeah, like kids that wear them. Yeah, it's probably like um, oldest new again thing. Yeah, um, but we maybe we can call them like Doctor Doctor Huxtable um, <laughs> sweaters instead of. Uh, well, he's just wearing an ugly ugly sweater. sweater. Ugly sweater. But this girl who's the waitress, uh, Jennifer Page. Okay, I I know the song I, that she actually was famous from. Yes, I did not know her name. I did not know who she was. I didn't know who she was based on her face. But once someone starts singing, I'm like, all right, who the fuck is this? And it was because of that girl before. I was like, whatever. I'm not going to know who the fuck this is. And I looked. I'm like, Jennifer Page. I'm like, 
Jennifer Page? And then I like clicked on her name. I'm like, it is that just a little crush. Yeah, I didn't chick. know until I looked up and I looked her up, and then it said the song Crush. And then I, I was doing this as she's singing the song. Yeah. So I hear her voice, and I'm like, oh, it's that just a little. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. So she has like a, a like a. a Top ten, five. No, was, I still, chart. I still listen to that song. Yeah, like that's a song actively, that, yeah. still listen to that song. It comes on like nineties on nine. Serious, it was like a like, Jan Arden, like, insensitive, like that kind of. It was like a one hit wonder. Oh yeah, she's a one hit wonder for yeah. sure. Uh, I think she actually. I went on Wikipedia. I think she did have one other hit off that album. No, she didn't. It wasn't top ten, <laughs> but it was like a top twenty hit. <laughs> no, a Billboard. <laughs> She was very big in in the UK, actually, as well. Oh, that makes sense. Even then. had a number one. The crush was number one in the UK. That's bizarre. Now only reached number three here in the US. That's like uh, Billy Piper. She was like she is from the UK, but she was really huge over there. And she's on some HBO star show called We Hate Susie, and or I Hate Susie. And I was watching it, and he was like, "Oh, was she like big over here?" I'm like, "No, I don't know who the fuck she is." And he's like, "She was like huge in the UK. I mean, she is." Yeah, that English, happens a but, lot, I'm sure. Yeah, there's pop, not, pop especially stars. in the 90s, 2000s, like, there's a fair amount of crossover, because I'll ask Dale, like, oh, did you ever hear about this band, and we'll ask each other, but there are certain, like, that, hey, Leonardo, like, she likes me for me, and granted, that's just, like, a one-hit wonder, but he didn't know what the fuck, and then, of course, I made him listen to it, like, 30 <laughs> times. But anyway, that's uh, But yeah, so, yeah, Jennifer Page, uh, actual music artist, um, this song was... Not great. It was either. bad. Uh, but it was apparently a cover of one of the Country Bear songs. Yeah, that's what she was doing. But it was like a remix cover version of this. It was bad. <sighs> and it was like long and they're just dancing in this She's just trying to show them that their music still impacts people. Yes. They should still try to put uh, on a show. And uh, but So the, that diner scene leads to a car chase scene. Uh, which leads to a car wash car chase scene. And that is the part that my six-year-old son... Oh, the car wash? The car wash. He was... wacky. Like, Gina, (laughs) I've never seen this kid laugh as hard as he did when the cops got sucked out of the car. It was that was the moment he was already thought it was funny. He's like, "What? They're in a car wash!" And he was like, "Thought that was bu- he thought it was funny that the bus was in a car wash." And he thought that the cops were chasing him. He's like, "That was funny." It's like, yeah. "Oh, they're going like two miles an hour and they can't get to him." And but then when the when Diedrich Bader got sucked out of the car by the by the thing into the car wash, he literally was rolling on the floor laughing. I'm sure so that's... hard. And then when the other cop, it was like over the top. He was just like dying it was just like he was like this was the f-. he kept saying this is the funniest part this <laughs> is the funniest part i feel like uh kids movies that probably are like a tropes that they have like uh, falls out a window and it goes through the car wash or you know i don't know there's all kinds oh of- yeah anytime anybody's getting hurt or weird stuff stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. it's like yeah p- prime kids silliness and kids and whatever car wash though classic car wash yeah and that's when you find out that Diedrich Bader's uh, mustache was actually fake because it's not on at the end of the scene of course there's also obligatory hot wax also yeah, they get car wash and, and they're flying in the air which Anthony also was dying when they were like <laughs> flying in the air from the um dryer I was like a kid not kid logic and like kid perspective on things where you're like looking at something like is it that funny I don't know, like, lizard brain part of me is, like, trying to make it, like, 
why can't I think it's funny? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, but it's I just guess. like dumb slapstick humor yeah. that like kids do find hilarious. Right. Clearly, it still holds up. Right. <laughs> it still does the thing. Years, it's, yeah. 20. No, we don't need it. We don't even know exactly how many years. 21 years later. No. Uh, it still holds up. Uh, I thought it was kind of odd that Trixie St. Clair was like performing in this. Oh, she's just over here, your ex girlfriend. Oh, yeah, she's just some weird bar. Yeah, uh, to which actually, uh, Bonnie Raitt and Don Henley have cameos. Yeah, she said uh, that the uh, country uh, bears were great, they were always great. And then Don Henley says, better than the Eagles. (laughs) 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 That's why we were watching something the other day. We were, it was an episode of the Connors and there was like a guest actor uh-huh. and then in the end or maybe he was in the middle of the show they made mention of like something like that and mm-hmm. I was just going like whoa, whoa, whoa. that's how I didn't it was like a joke like that it's like my always my reaction to it it's just like <laughs> I think it was like William H. Macy was on there mm-hmm. and then that girl that was on Shameless some girl that was on Shameless is all on the Connors mm-hmm. And he was a guest. Oh, the daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So she, they were like, she was like, don't I know you from somewhere? Oh, that is funny. And a callback. Yeah. And he was like, oh, she's, he's like, you look kind of, she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm your dad's friend or your grandpa's friend. He's like, she's like, no, I swear I saw you somewhere else, or whatever. <laughs> I was just like, huh, Kaylee was like, huh, because she watched she Past was. Lives. So she got the joke better than I did because I didn't watch Shameless. <laughs> I never watched Shameless, but my mom acted like those people lived in our fucking house. So I knew all that stuff. Yeah, she did, but there was an episode of Connors. Anyways, um, which, yeah, random William H. Macy sighting on there. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was like, because like Tennessee O'Neill, his singing voice is Don Henley, and then her. I like that the voice actors were humble enough to be like, no, I can't, I'm not. Yeah, we're not singing, <laughs> um, not going to. Though, I think Stephen Root sang. Oh, okay. Well, I could see that. He sang He's very part. theatrical. And I think Toby Huss sang as um, his part too. He only had like a small singing part, but, mm-hmm. I th- but they're voice actors, so they probably do singing in yeah, other. Yeah, you like, have to have vocal training. Stephen Rue, probably they're both like they both do a lot of voice acting. I don't know if he ever sang as Bill on uh, King of the Hill, but uh, you know they a lot of voice acting. You'll probably end up singing at some point. In time. Never sang in Barry. No, he's not. What was his name? Barry. I don't remember now. The, oh, the Raven. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember. I would know it. His but actual name, I can't remember, but he was the Raven. It's like something like Toots Coots. Yeah, I can't remember his actual I name. I don't remember. Anyway, but it doesn't even matter. It doesn't. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was weird that uh, that she was like this seedy motel. It was like this weird. Like, yeah, but I get it. like, like a has-been. A has-been doing like covers and... Uh, she was very like sexual. Yeah, she had like a I don't know some kind of frou frou yeah. uh, negligee type weird thing on, which I was like, and I guess. When she saw Tennessee, she was just like, oh. And then I remember now, like, I'm why like, why did they break up? They seem to like still be in love. It was like I didn't understand why they broke they up. Because they see, there's those people. They seem un. They're unbearable. <laughs> they. D- I just think that they were like, they just wanted to chase. So then, oh, break up. You know, drama people. Yeah, I guess. Break up. Oh, come back. Uh. Yeah, I, I guess so. Just weird because they're bears. And yeah. he's a big, like, pussy crybaby, that yeah, bear. Yeah, he was. He was, well, he was sad that he missed her. So he was. Well, a, she's right there conveniently. And he was a couples therapist. Also, like, they were, like, probably an hour outside of wherever that kid's house was. 
Because then they've been traveling at they, one point this is later. Like the fourth person they picked up. They've been traveling across the country. I don't think so. I don't think so. They, they go to L.A. They're they're in like Georgia. I'll tell you why later. I'll tell you why later. Because how does this happen later then? But they go to L.A. I'll tell you later. At Elton John's house. There's absolutely no way they went that far. Because how does a kid run away later from them to go back home? And he gets back by the end of the fucking day. He runs. He's a bear. Just he running. Hitchhiked. That's not. I don't believe that. I think they were. They were at Elton John's house. Maybe they're like an hour outside of where he lived. They were this in like Georgia. The country weird, bear hall was in like Georgia. Maybe Elton John has a country house. I don't know. Elton John is in this movie, and at first you think he's just doing a cameo as a gardener, right? And they even joke like he looks like Elton John, but it actually he's playing himself. <laughs> yeah, and that was his house. I did appreciate that. Yeah, it was not. Uh, he was not. He was just doing his own gardening. I thought that was funny. Which he probably does not ever do. And he looked, it was just weird to look at Elton John and be like, wow, he does look younger there. But at the same time, kind of like, oh, he looks the same. Like, he yeah, just he always looked like ago. that. Just, But he doesn't look he looks older that now, much though. younger. He looks older now. Yeah, yeah, I We guess. were just watching that um, Dodger Stadium show on Disney+. Oh, Plus, okay. And he definitely looks older now. Mm. For sure. All right. So... But I thought that was an interesting cameo. There's a lot of like music, I like that. cameo, musician. Cameo. Oh, yeah. There's Again, a lot of musicians. Just like any other road trip, Blues Brothers and anything like that. There's always all these cameos from all sorts of people and and whatnot. Uh, but then, uh, yeah, you find out that Ted Betterhead, he's not really a rich prick that they think he is. He's a wedding singer. <laughs> Which was like, <laughs> It was very weird. He was, and then you you know nobody found it. So he's the wedding singer, and he's a bear. Fine, we people accept that the bears are anthropomorphic; they exist in the world. Though they all seem to live in that one town, so I really was confused. So I'm saying, um, but they didn't though, because the all these other ones lived all over. Anyways, but the, but then they crashed that wedding, and nobody gave a shit. No. No one gives a fuck that there's a bear singing. But, but not that I don't care about that part. I care about just the fact that there's a lot of bears now. Now all of a sudden there's a lot of bears, and they're they crash this wedding, and nobody, everyone's just like they're dancing on the dance floor, they're eating cake, they're doing this, they're just having and nobody fun. Nobody gives a shit. Maybe because they're the country bears, so they're like, oh, it's the country bears, they're I, here. I guess everybody loved them. They were universally loved by everybody. Which is weird then that they could crash a wedding. It's weirder, yeah, than that no one knows. Oh, just bears again. This, they exist. Maybe they were friends with the groom. I don't know. I don't, is this something? Is this movie woke? Accepting <laughs> bears in the culture? I don't know. I, don't, I guess. This movie's the, not really a movie about acceptance, though. No, it's not. It's it's about capitalism. Like it's almost like you think it's gonna be about that because like Barry doesn't fit in. Barry doesn't fit in, but it's not about that. It's, it's not really about anything. It's not. It's you know. It's just getting the band back together. Yeah, but let's it's not, put on but a it's show. A band that we didn't know to begin with. We yeah, we don't have any stake in this. But I guess in the original Blues Brothers, you don't have any stake in that either. But it's a better. It's just a good movie. Yeah. So well Again, too, too weird. It's too weird, yeah, and it's too, weird. too much. For, and the fact that they acknowledge the bears. In just intermixed with humans. But they do that with the Muppets, though. The Muppets uh, just exist. I guess it's because the Muppets aren't, like, gigantic. Some are. Maybe. I don't know. There's the one big guy, and he works at, like, the used car dealership in, like, the original Muppet movie. I guess just because it's always funny, and it's not like a... 
it's not like a plot point that they're Muppets, that they're different. Maybe you know these are, but you know these are bears. They know they're bears. But they're frogs, bears, chickens. Is it better because there's more? There's more variety of them. It's just a better movie. Well, it is. I, I agree. just think that people probably just thought this was fucking weird. But like, I guess they all, most of the, in the Muppets, any of them, they never nobody. And the Muppets are goofy looking. M- nobody ever really calls them out for like being what they are. They they're ever, a Muppet. But but they all they're all accepted with the exception of like Gonzo because he's like an alien. So they're like, why are what are you? Why are you? Mm-hmm. He's the only one that they really anybody ever says anything about. But this is like the Muppets to where like. People just in the in that universe with the Muppets, people just accept that they exist. They aren't just they're like TV stars, but they're also real. They're not like in our world where they're just on TV and it's just puppets. I think it's because they look funky and funny, and these look like bears and sometimes have people eyes. And yeah, they're and the, just and the Muppets too, don't really have like people eyes. They're, they're not like, goofy enough. That it's like funny that people accept them because like bears exist in real life. You know what a bear looks like. A Muppet is just like a Muppet. But the Muppet bears kind of look real. They look like real. Other than right. Fozzie. The one like the security guard bear. He looks like a yeah, real Yeah, he looks like a bear. But okay, that's an exception. These are all the same bear look like a bear. Yeah, but they're like gigantic too. There's already a reference in real life for these. Muppet is funny because I mean like Miss Piggy's a pig, Kermit's a frog, but they don't look like that. These look like bears. Yeah, they have like these. They have like hair. It's just weird because they exist as an already documented thing in this universe, right? But they're not. They're like humans, so it doesn't make. It's just weird. They acknowledge that they're different, but then also don't. I guess so it's, it's just more, confusing for me. It's just more weird. Of more weird. It's more weird than the Muppets because the Muppets is already a weird thing. That's like they they just exist in the real world and people like just accept it. When you really think about it. Most people don't think about that when they think about the Muppets. They just see it and they, you know, they're entertained. They really don't think about like, oh, it's kind of weird that like everybody just accepts like frog talking frogs and pigs, whatever. But in this, I guess it's more so weird because it's just bears. Yes. It's not everything. Like that's where I want the Muppets work. It's like the Muppets are monsters. There's right. There's everything. Right. Yes. And it's like, but as opposed to this is just all of a sudden in this world that exists. There's just also talking bears. Yes. But are there wild bears? Probably. Do they all, but do they talk? We can't. This is too... <laughs> we can't. We can't go further into this. We don't. I'm, I, there, there probably are wild bears, but they talk in this universe. I feel like they're probably just bears. Because These, in the Muppets, there's like wild animals, but they talk. I feel like if we get a sequel, it'll be a prequel. There was going to be a sequel. It was greenlit but th- before the movie even came out. And then it didn't do very well. And then they said, never mind. Yeah, but like it probably would be about how these were like uh, bred in a lab, uh, injected no, with, with uh, some weird. With maybe you can't do that with this with this kids movie. You can't a do that. Bear variant, a variant. It's not like Ninja Turtles. This is not Secret of the Use. Country no. Bears Two, Secret of the Use. Well, they do don't explain either how they're all fucked up looking. So. <laughs> And if there are real bears or not, they don't tell us that. We don't know. Well, they are bears. We just know these bears are famous and they're having a hard time. But there were other bears other than them. When they yeah. went to the town, and the, there's like one working at the gas station. So it's just bears then. And all the bears yes, talk. all the bears. That's what I'm saying. I think all the bears talk. Bear city. 
Yes, it is. It's Bear City. It's bears just live amongst yeah, people. Yeah, so then maybe the people are uncomfortable because they live with the bears, not the other way around. Or they're not uncomfortable. Maybe that's why they don't acknowledge it because maybe they're afraid of the bears. Or it's just the norm. Yeah, maybe that. To them, it's just know. like, this is normal. I guess. Because nobody ever is like, oh my God, there's a bear. Or the like, messaging is not clear. Although you can't do that. You're a bear. There's no prejudice against these bears. Nowadays, I mean, I'm not saying we need prejudice against bears. <laughs> there's anything wrong with that. Not there's anything All right, wrong with Anyway, the listen, where we are with the bears is that they kidnapped the one, the wedding singer one, Ted. Fred is, what's his face, from Romano. Yes, Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. And Ted is. All right, Digibator. listen, is Fred like, did Fred have an accident in life? Because his character is like. Touched, like duh, duh, duh. yeah. I mean, they right. all some of them. They're all like hillbillies. I guess that's the thing. It's like country bears, country bumpkin bears. Goo, goo, goo. That's I, like the thing. Is like how y'all doing? Where the bears? We're I gonna play like, some music. At one point, he has to punch his brother to force him to go with them, like knock his lights out, and then he says, "Just because I'm telling the truth doesn't mean I'm dumb." And I was like, that's actually pretty deep. And I thought about it for a long time. And I was like, maybe I want that for a tattoo. And then I'm like, no, I don't. And that's and what then you happened can get a, with that. Then you can get like a little bear next to it. Bear. You can get a bear next Fred. to it. Fred. Don't, don't make it look like one of the country bears. I'm going to get a picture of uh, uh, Brad Garrett's face and make oh it really God. meta. <laughs> that's not good. I don't know if you... I don't, there's probably somebody out there that has Brad Garrett's face tattooed on their body. Oh, God. It probably it exists somewhere in this world. Tony Baloney or whatever his name is in those commercials. Ugh. Um, uh, oh, that's where he runs off then. Yeah, he runs off. But I thought it was insane that Reed, Christopher Walken's character, steals the bus with the bears at gunpoint. <laughs> and he had like a, like a bolero... Yeah. Of of tranquilizer darts. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> and he had all these trank darts like wrapped around him and he had a tra- it was a trank gun. I thought for at first I thought it was a real like a gun. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's he's barely been in this movie all of a sudden he's, he's taking them at gunpoint." And uh you end up finding out that Reed was the arm musician that they beat in the talent show forever ago. What was his name? His act- he had a funny name. No, I have it somewhere. Because he was the one he would fart with his armpit. Turd Ferguson? No, it was Benny Bogswaggle. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Bogswaggle was an armpit farter. <laughs> and he hit Zeb with a chair. This is um, true. But yeah, so he was the... Uh, Christopher Walken was the one with the he was the armpit farter. He was the arm musician. And then he gets up and farts the 1812 overture to them to prove that he was the farter. Yes. Which is something I never thought I'd see in a movie. <laughs> Some, not only somebody doing armpit farts to the 1812 overture but Christopher Walken. I just imagine him being like this is the best script one of the best scripts I've ever read. I love the movie. He's a wacky guy. I like, I like this movie. He's a weird guy. Yeah, he is weird. He's a weird. I mean, he's a weird and wacky guy. He loved this. He thought. I can see him like thinking this is hilarious. He's just like script. a weird guy, like just laughing at this. Almost as good as Deer Ow, Hunter. Oh, the bears! <laughs> Ow, 
They're, they're singing. I'm not even going to touch it. <laughs> no. That's, um, not, that's not bad. Uh, but yeah. And then Ted ends up saving them uh, with Barry. They're like driving a boat through the streets. Yeah, there's like a 20 minute long haphazard bus finding scene. And then when they get out and the bus crashes through the thing, one of the bears yells, Bear Power. <laughs> I guess that one another bear does look at him like kind of like what was that? But nobody else really like acknowledges that it was weird and mm. never said throughout the entire movie. No, that, not, at no point was anybody like bear power. Like that was like, as if that was their catchphrase. That's just uh, bear power propels you through the side of the warehouse or whatever bar- barn you got to get into. That's what the one isn't that the one on the boat? Yeah, that went through the side. Yeah, he yelled bear power. No. Or oh, was it Ted? I thought he did. It was either Ted or Fred. One I don't remember this then. Um, one of the two yelled bear power. <laughs> but I thought maybe it was Fred because he's the one that's more like bumbly, dumb. Right. So it was like a weird thing for him to say. Uh, I did think, though, when they put on the final concert and they put on this concert to save Country Bear Hall, it's packed. Uh, while the song ended up being like a song that's like you can get into, it started off very slow. Yeah. And I was like, this is the, you haven't played in like like at this point 10 years, 10 years 10 11 years and the first song you come out to is just like this ding 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 <laughs> it's like this like slow and then and, but that song ended up being like a very jam bandy song and that's when i was like oh they're like grateful dead yeah it's like grateful dead this jam bandy like vibe hippie vibe because yeah. a lot of their fans were like tie-dye wearing. Tied, they all had tie-dye tie-dye wearing yeah it was a very much like a grateful dead vibe uh and then barry ends up joining the band and like i said he has a guitar solo with a single string guitar can you imagine too like just in the beginning part there's a part where barry is like playing he's out on like a fence like leaning up against a fence or sitting on a fence like playing the guitar and I was just looking at his like weird bare hands and trying to figure out if like that person could move their fingers to try to play the guitar. And then just trying to imagine all the inner workings of just having to move those fingers for that bear, like whose responsibility. And it just was like, this is insane to have to think about this as much. And I'm like, sure the, the plan, the moving of the fingers probably wasn't the least hard part of the bear costume. Yeah, that's true. Um, probably just having the weight of the animatronic head on. <laughs> that was always like a in thing with like the Ninja Turtles. It was like that was like the hardest because obviously they were doing way more stuff. Yeah. As the Ninja Turtles, they didn't always have the animatronic heads on when they were doing flips and stuff, but sometimes they did, and it, that became one of the harder parts of of. Uh, doing that but this this is equally just as i mean i'm sure hard being in these bear costumes at all times they did film a lot of this in like georgia and i'm sure it's hot as they also said that they uh the voices for the bears were all recorded in post-production so could you imagine like well, yeah because the puppeteers aren't the voice the puppeteers aren't the ones doing the voices it's not like the muppets where no the puppeteers the voice actor it's Right, it's just like, do you have to put it on there? And they said, like, it was just hard because you couldn't improvise anything else and you couldn't, like, make other noises or do whatever. So you just had to go with what you were given from the existing film if you were voicing that bear. Yeah, so, well, there you go, Country Bears. Country Bears. Country Bears. Uh, I kind of forgot... 
to see some. Um, let's just edit maybe a little bit of this out. But I forgot to check to see some reviews for Country Bears on IMDb. I meant to copy and save a couple earlier today, um, but I lost track of time. So let me just pull up a couple right now. There oh. are 94 user reviews. 94. 94 user reviews on IMDb. Let's go ahead. Let's see what some people said about this movie. Can I just say that they did save Country Bear Hall? They did. Just they, in case you needed to know. They did, they did obviously save it. All right. Here we Who's go. this? One out of 10 star review. Disney has hit bottom. Uh-oh. This is from December of 2002. Oh. When the, around when the movie came out. Awful is an understatement for this movie. Is an absolutely loathsome oh. attempt by Disney to entertain children of the 21st century by the standards they they expect them to have. They could what? not they could not be further from the truth. Today children are a lot more mature than I was as a than I than when I was a child. And you might say that is sad that kids can't be kids. This movie has people in bear costumes acting like people. In my opinion, <laughs> see, he's confused. In my, pe- in my opinion, I would like to make the to. I would like to request that they make up their mind. <laughs> in other words, why can't we feel compassion for a person instead of a puppet? Let people be people. This movie is about bears. Let people be people. See, this person was confused. This person is prejudiced against bears. <laughs> they don't want a movie about bears. It's woke. Don't let... How dare... You know what? We were talking about masks earlier. They made me wear a mask. This person's like, they made them wear bear costumes. Yeah, this is oppression. How do you think this person felt during the pandemic? Oh my God, I don't even want to know. Sorry, Disney, but this attempted Stuart Little ripoff Uh-oh. does not even come close. Please try... Please try examine movies like Old Yeller to get an idea of what is desired by your view, viewing audience. People want to watch Old Yeller? A little kid wants to Stuart watch Little? Old Yeller? What does this have to do with Stuart Little? Because he's adopted? Because he's, yeah, he's like a mouse. But he doesn't he's, go like find a band. I, th- I think it's just because he's a mouse wearing clothes and he's someone's kid. So it's the same. That's like the whole movie of Stuart Little. Yeah. This, this is like one... This Five person is this, movie this is person that. like many people who are preoccupied with Disney movies is very concerned about children. I just love that, and I just don't this, think this, this has scrambled their brain. This apparently, took such a turn. Just yeah, because this it, movie has people in bear costumes acting like people. In my opinion, I would like I would request they make up their minds. Yeah. In other words, pe- let people be people. People should not be bears. <laughs> Make up your mind. There weren't ever people. They were bears. But no, people were in the costumes. That's what they're upset about. This is insane. They're upset that people had to play bears. People have brain rot 20 years ago. I thought it just started, but I guess it's been people building. People should not have to be in bear costumes. They should be a, They should be allowed to play people. IMDb was like the founding of people acting like you this cannot play, on the You internet. cannot play something that you're not. This is hideous. You're not allowed. All right. And who now what? Who else? <laughs> that's what this person was saying. They're confused because um, they're confused because of the bears. There's one that's like an, a massive essay. No. Holy shit. It's like nuts. Uh, <laughs> says, oh, my Lord, this is actually a movie. People, oh. people got together, thought of the concept, wrote a script, 
made of words, hired and fed a crew, <laughs> filmed some stuff, edited together said stuff, and unleashed the product onto the world. I mean, fair. If you've ever been to Disney to the Disney World attraction and your favorite part was the somber family melodrama of the singing animatronic bears, <laughs> then you're in luck. Otherwise, this is just a painful disaster that cannot possibly be more ill-advised or ill-conceived. Wow. Yeah, lots of angry one-star reviews. I love that. Uh, well, there's 14 of those. Uh, but let's see, let's see 10. Oh, there are 30 10-star reviews. I mean, it wasn't awful. It just wasn't for people who think. I'm gonna, I'll read you the top, top, 10, top 10 out of 10 star reviews. From July of 2015. Oh, okay. 3.9? <laughs> Only 3.9 for this? That's worse than Plan 9 from Outer Space. The worst oh. movie of all time. This is just wrong, people. This is one of the funniest films I have ever seen. And I first watched this at the tender age of 35. Oh, my God. Christopher Walken had me almost wetting myself. Oh, my oh God. no. Even now, to think about, oh, no, I'm giggling to myself. Officer cheats and ham in the car wash. Who doesn't like bears that can talk and play guitar? <laughs> yeah, it's totally preposterous. Yeah, it's meant for kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got singing bears in it. But it's got gags and one-liners that'll make you bust a rib. The title of the review said, I have the DVD because it's a damn funny movie. <laughs> I love the all caps is so intense. The subjects being like offhand are always my favorite. It's just like a, procl a proclamation no one asked for. Yeah. I have the DVD. I have the DVD. One uh, one uh, review title is says I laugh I cried I roared. Oh my God. I guess yeah. a bear does, a bear does roar. Uh, yeah, this movie uh, definitely has touched some people. Divisive. And uh, but it still has a, it has a four point two out of ten on IMDb. Mm, I don't think out that's of, necessarily fair. Like you obviously don't have to review every movie; you can just give it star ratings. Yeah, uh, and that's out of five point nine thousand reviews. I mean, I don't think it's that. A bad. lot of people probably just review it because and then have never Stupid. seen it either. Yeah, uh, bears what are they dumb call? review bombing or whatever. You know, yes, it probably happens. To people shouldn't be bears. <laughs> people should not have to be. You forced them to dress like a bear. What are you gonna do? Make them wear masks when they so they don't get sick one day? <laughs> I mean, those people. I'm surprised haven't come crawling back to this in some form and well, wrote something on there about in it. 2002 it was already happening when they were upset oh about God. bear costumes. Uh, so next week on the podcast, we're gonna go back to the beach. And oh. no, I'm not talking about hanging out with Frankie Avalon and Annette Bocelli. Oh remember God. that movie Back to the Beach they made in the 80s? Annette Funicello. Funicello. I said Funicelli. Whatever. Uh, but they were beat. Remember they were they were. Uh, yeah, I remember the surfboard or whatever. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Flies away on a surfboard. In yeah. That's what I'm talking Singing about. Singing the bird is the word. It's a wild movie. Bird, bird, bird. Aunt Becky's in it as a teen. Ew, Aunt Becky. <laughs> as a teen. As a teen. She's in that movie. Weird. Uh, back to the beach. But uh, we're not talking about that. That's not We're going we're back right. to the beach. Back to Baywatch. 
Baywatch Nights, that is, with Mitch and the gang. Mitch. We're going to watch episodes 17 and 18, 17s called... When is this season over? Code of Silence. We're, get- we're almost there. 22 episodes in season one. Jesus. Uh, Code of Silence is the uh, is episode 17, and Vengeance <laughs> is uh, episode 18. So there we go. Uh, we're going to hang out with Mitch and the gang as we're coming... coming- Getting to the end of season one here, yeah. our Baywatch nights. Uh, after the sun goes down, our I Baywatch can only nights, watch so many more podcast. people fly off of a cliff. <laughs> it only happened one time. I wish it happened more. Uh, so n- next week on the podcast, episodes seventeen and eighteen of Baywatch Nights. Back to the beach. It is for B Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. Come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. B Movie.